I'm an aficionado. I'm a sneakerhead. I'm a foodie. Gamer. I'm a gym rat. There are many names for enthusiast. A fashionista. But there's only one way to become one. By going all in. The Lexus IS Sport Sedan is our obsession. Relentlessly engineered and designed to be the most responsive IS ever. It's what we call going all in on the sport sedan. The Lexus IS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Hello and welcome to the Big Bark Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the canine world. Each week, we talk to different professionals working in the canine industry across Ireland, from pet shop owners to groomers, behavior specialists and vets. We will be discussing hot topics with our puppy panel, reviewing the best products, food and treats, the best places to take your dog on a day out and the most dog-friendly venues in Ireland. We'll also be chatting with dog owners to find out more about the bonds that make a dog man's best friend. Your host for this podcast is Dara Burke, a dog lover with a passion for canine psychology and behaviour. Dara's own dogs, Bruno and Millie, will also join in from time to time and will be sure to offer their own big bark along the way. Time to bring on your host and start the show. Welcome to a very special Christmas edition of The Big Bark, the best doggy chat show podcast on this planet. This episode is brought to you by PawPals.ie, a brand new social platform launching in 2020 for pet owners across Ireland. My name is Dara and I'm your host for this podcast and together with my two amazing canine co-hosts who are sitting right next to me. I bring you the best news in the canine world. I have with me today, I have as always, Bruno, who is my amazing, wonderful blood dog. That is, for those of you who don't know, is a bloodhound cross with a black Labrador. And he has that lovely bloodhound face, but he's got the amazing personality of a Labrador. And of course, the show will not be complete without my amazing, princess, adorable, attention-seeking, Millie, who is a wonderful golden Labrador. It's been a good while now since we've been on an episode. It's actually been about nearly two months at this stage, or more than two months even. So let's see what's been happening since then. Well, a lot's been happening. I'm currently in the process of building my new podcast studio, so hopefully big things to come in the new year for that. Episode 5, which was our mental health based episode, went right in at number 1 in 11 countries around the world in the pets and animals category of the iTunes chart. Now, I don't know about you, but I definitely think that that deserves a big applause. (laughs) 
as you can probably tell, I've also been doing a little uh, sound effects stuff on the podcast too. I try and make it that bit more fun. So today is a very, very special episode because in less than a week, Santa Claus is coming to town. And we're bringing you a very packed special Christmas edition today. Later on in the show, we're going to be chatting with Michael from London. Michael is the owner of Burley Bear Pond, the internet sensation, a dog who is doing the rounds with all the celebrities on Instagram. We're going to be catching up with Sarah from Rewa Healthy Petries very shortly, finding out about all the big things that have been happening with Rewa since episode one when we last spoke, and all the big things that are in store in 2020 for Rewa. We're going to be meeting up with Dr. Tim Corby once again from Pepon.ie. Tim joins us to talk all about dogs at Christmas. We're going to talk about how a dog is for life and not just for Christmas. And we're going to also share about the different foods that you should avoid feeding your dog over the festive season. And not just over the festive season. In general, these are foods that you should not feed your dog. And of course... My amazing, wonderful partner in crime, Jennifer, will be joining me later on to announce the winner of our Instagram competition. So, Santa Claus himself will be with us, Sarah from Revo. We have a big, big pack show for you to come. And we're also going to try in a bit of Christmas music, which right now we are going to play a little Christmas carol. This is all royalty free, which is great for me because it means I can actually play it well soon. It's fantastic. And right now we have Oh Come All You Faithful and have a listen to this and I'll be right back and we'll be chatting with Sarah from Reva. from Reroar Healthy Pet Treats and you're listening to the Big Bark Podcast. Happy Christmas from Reroar to all the Big Bark listeners. Woof. Welcome back to the Big Bark Christmas Special. Joining me on the line now is Sarah from Reroar Healthy Pet Treats who we had on, you may remember, in episode one, our very first episode and it's a pleasure to welcome Sarah back on the show. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm very well and uh, really looking forward to Christmas and uh, even more excited about 2020. <laughs> Sarah, last time we spoke, there was a lot of things happening uh, for Revo. Um, the oven had just broken down, but I believe you're in the process of getting a new oven now. 
and you have been picked up by, uh, I believe you have been picked up and signed by a pet stop. And yes. There was, there was a lot happening then. Tell us what happened since then. Okay, so yes, indeed. We, we did have a, a bit of a tale of woe. Uh, and, um, and it's taken us a few months to get over that, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, part of it has, has meant going out and, and bringing on board new kit. A, a brand new oven is making its way from France as we speak, um, and some new packaging equipment and a new Dyser uh, to help us uh, really uh, up our production uh, for the new year. So that's, that's all good. Uh, we were also picked up by a distribution company called Chanel Pet. Um, and they have connections into obviously all of the major supermarkets and all of the major pet sheds and, um, and, and lots of vets and, and all of that type of thing. So, uh, things are looking very, very good for us for next year to, to get distribution certainly across, uh, the whole of the Island of Ireland, uh, and also more extensively into the UK, which is, Obviously, still where we want to go, um, even with Brexit looming. Uh, and uh, for those people that might actually follow our page, we've, we've done a lot of work on, on rebranding. Um, we felt that whilst the, the products that we have are excellent because they're Irish and they're, they're really uh, of a very high quality, um, the packaging actually lets us down somewhat. Uh, I've, I've had comments such as it looks a little bit homespun. Uh, so, so we decided, you know what, we need to uh, really uh, do something about that. Uh, and we've gone for something which is very, very different to everything else that's out on the shelf at the moment. And uh, the bright colors, a great cartoon uh, logo, um, a, a sort of a great explanation of our product on the back of the pack and uh, and our, our bit of our origination story uh as well so that people can kind of get familiar with who we are uh and we've we've streamlined the product range as well so we've gone for four main products uh we've kept our chicken hearts which are now chicken love hearts we've still got the beef jerky which is called beef chunkies because they're in little cubes uh, we also have a pick and mix bag, which I think is, is just brilliant because everyone loves pick and mix when you go to the cinema. So we kind of went, you know what, why don't we put all of our different types of jerky? So the beef heart, the beef liver, the beef kidney, uh, and the chicken, uh, into one pack. And, and so you can treat your dog and you can give them a different little treat every time you open the pack, which I think is just brilliant. Uh, and then uh, what I'm really excited about is the uh, beef crumble, which is a, a multi-purpose product um, because not only can you use it uh, as a meal topper. So if, for example, you've either got a fussy dog or you've got a, a kibble fed dog and you want to give them a little bit more excitement in, at mealtime, you can sprinkle a bit of food over, over their, their feed uh, to encourage them to eat. Uh, or you could put it through a snuffle mat or through or in interactive toys to, you know, make that all important, uh, nose do some work for, for treats. Uh, or, uh, as I actually use it quite a lot for is when I'm out walking, 
uh, and I use it as a little reward, certainly to my greyhound who doesn't have great recall, but will come back for the tiny little bits of crumble that I give her. So, uh, so I think that's an, a brilliant product, and uh, and that's going out into store as well. So, so we've got a nice four products in four bright uh, packages uh, to entice the eye and to encourage people to pick them up. And of course. What you're doing when you're buying is you're buying all Irish, uh, you know, everything from the design to, to the, the, uh, the, the actual raw materials. It's all Irish, which is brilliant. And even the pack uh, has, is recyclable. So there we go. You're even doing a bit of good for the, for the environment. So that's great. Um, so, so, you know, it's, it's all looking good for us. And, um, and I'm really excited. I can't wait. Uh, to actually get into January, uh, although I know there's a big feast before we uh, we head into January. <laughs> and that's fantastic, Sarah. And like I must say, I'm absolutely loving the branding as well. I'd be one of those people that follows your page quite closely. And when I saw the new branding uh, like pop up there uh, last week, I just thought, wow, this is something that I would instantly just would attract me in in a shop if I saw it like it's so it's really colourful and it just stands out the cartoon character dog it's it's just it's fantastic altogether um uh, Jen was in here with me looking at it and like her focus will be in business studies so like she was even looking at it from American point of view and she thought it was just fantastic branding as well yeah yeah and I, I think I think what we really wanted to do was was inject fun because you know we we like a bit of fun in re-raw we're not about being being boring um uh so we wanted wanted it to reflect our personalities uh but we also wanted to to make it stand out because i think you know if you look in a lot of the pet shops at the moment that a lot of the brands kind of blend into one another and you know we wanted to kind of go you know what we we, we need to shout from the shelf and uh and, and i i personally think that this will hopefully do that for us so uh so uh, you know great respect to our designer una healy in dublin who uh who who took our vision and and put it into a pack which is which is fantastic brilliant and sarah have you been busy in the run up to christmas we have been busy. Um, uh, yes, I mean, you know, I think a lot of manufacturers would turn around and say they could always be busier. They're, uh, you know, but we're we're still because we we haven't been able to amp up our production as much as we would have liked because of the fire and because we're still waiting for our big oven. Uh, we we haven't been able to do what we really wanted to do, which was. Uh, take the market by storm but yeah we've been busy we've been busy with lots of private orders uh we've been busy with uh, with supporting uh small business owners uh who have groomers and daycares and things like that so we've been busy supporting those uh and we've been busy doing some white labeling for for people as well so um you know with that and and also trying to obviously get all the 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 branding right for our launch in january uh, yeah, it's it. There's not really been that many hours in the day. <laughs> well, look, come here. That's always that's always a good thing, and it's a great complaint to have. And going into the new year, you mentioned a while ago that you're very excited for 2020. Other than the new oven yep. and the the new packaging machine, I remember booking a canoeing trip on Bear Lake with Viator. I remember my wife's sweet smile. 
taking me back to us canoeing in summer camp. I remember thinking, my oh my, this moment is nothing short of perfect. I remember turtles. We all remember things differently. What's important is that they're worth remembering. From canoeing to the Coliseum, you can book it all. Use code Viator10 in the app for 10% off your first booking. Viator. One site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You have mine. All right. What? Please, if you Dad, could just... Why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. What else is on the horizon for Revo? Oh, my goodness. So uh, there's, there's lots. Um, I, I should also mention that um, I, I took on a business partner as well. Uh, and uh, so she's got mad amounts of ideas. She, she's actually a, a real crazy dog woman because she has 12 dogs, um, Sarah wow. Jane. And uh, she has six Jack Russells and six Rot- Rot- Rottweilers. Uh, so, yeah, she's, she's, she's well doggied. Um, and one of the things that she would like to see us do, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with her, is to get out more into the show world. And whether that's going around the, the, the country shows or whether that's going to dog shows, whether that's pet expo, that's definitely on my radar to do uh, next year. Um, and I also want to get to some of the, the larger trade shows as well uh, so that we can start pushing the brand more in, in uh, European countries. So I want to do that next year. Um, we, we obviously want to really get that presence in store. Uh, that's key for us next year. Um, and you'll start to see that rolling out really from uh, around February onwards, that's going to start picking up some momentum. And um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of big names out there who are, who are going to be taking us up. So uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's very exciting. <laughs> well, and I am pleased I, you know, it's been a five year labor of love and to, to, uh, to get some traction at, at this time and to really be able to say, yeah, we've, we've landed. That's great. That's a fantastic feeling. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree with you on that there. And I assume we're going to take a couple of days off over the, over the Christmas to relax. And uh, Yeah, I mean, we, what we're going to do, I'm going to uh, shut the doors on, uh, on the factory uh, on Friday. Um, however, there will be work going on in the background because, you know, we've got to make it ready for, uh, for receiving this new equipment. So, uh, I suppose it'll, it'll be sort of, um, in the, in the, in the background that we'll be doing a lot of work. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of planning that has to be done, uh, for, for, for the new year as well, still, um, and, and, you know, that as you know yourself, you never 100% switch off. You're always coming up with the next idea, the next, you know, the next thing that you want to be doing. And, um, you know, what else can I be drying that I'm not drying at the moment type of, type of, type of things. And so I, I, I will definitely be off the radar on, uh, on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. But then I suspect I will be just, you know, bringing myself back into it again. 
<laughs> slowly. Brilliant. Well, look, Sarah, from, uh, from myself, from Back in Mad, from the Big Bad Podcast, wishing you a very happy Christmas. And as always, a pleasure to have you on. And keep us updated in 2020. And hopefully we'll be back on in the new year again. Oh, uh, Dara, it'll be my pleasure to do so, as always. And, and wishing you and, uh, and obviously all your listeners uh, a, a very happy Christmas and a very restful and peaceful new year as well. All right, so that was Sarah from Reroll Healthy Petrates. Thank you, Sarah, for joining us. A pleasure as always. And as I said to her there, I hope to have her back on in the new year and wish Sarah, who has been one of our greatest supporters since we started the podcast, wishing her, her family, and everyone that she, uh, that she loves, all her dogs, wishing them all a very happy Christmas and a prosperous new year. Big things to come on the horizon from Reroll. So, I want to do a little shout-out now. To We put our post on Instagram there on our story there during the week asking who wanted to be mentioned. And we have a number of people who we want to give a shout-out and a lot of doggies that we want to give a shout-out to on Instagram here. Uh... So, first off, we have Tara. Tara's dog's name are Ollie and Elvis. Tara, Ollie, Elvis. Very happy Christmas from the Big Bark. And a very happy New Year. We have Katie and Rocket Dupomsky. So, Rocket, Katie, a very, very happy uh, New Year. And a very happy Christmas also. We have Joe and Cooper and Blaze. Uh, Joe McGuire. And thank you very much, sir, for sending in that request. And a very, very happy Christmas once again. And a happy New Year. We have Mary Mariotti from Trillian County Kerry. Mary and her two dogs, Max and Cooper. Maximilian, Cooper and Cole. They have been some of our biggest supporters since day one. And I want to give a huge shout out to these wonderful doggies. They tag us in so many posts. And they just... Follow all our posts and like all our posts. And a very, very happy Christmas to Mary, to Max and to Cooper. Who recently received a little hamper from Barking Mad. And from the Big Bad Podcast for being our dogs of the week. Something that we're going to be starting off again in January of 2020. And we'll hopefully make it a regular feature in all our podcasts going forward. More shout outs to do a bit later on. Going to play a little Christmas song right now for you. And coming up, we're going to be joined by the Instagram sensation that is Burley Bear Palm and his owner, Michael. Burley, if you may remember, is a celebrity dog that we had on earlier this year. And Burley has hung out with none other than Daniel Radcliffe, with Amelia Clark, with Keely Hawes. And it seems like Burley has added Christian Stewart... And Davina McCall recently to his list also. So, we're going to take a little Christmas music now. And we'll be back to you with the lovely Burley and with Michael as well. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room 
And heaven and nature sing And heaven and nature sing And heaven and heaven and nature sing Joy to the world, the Savior reigns Let men their songs employ While fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat Hi, this is Burley Bear Pom and Michael here, and you're listening to the Big Bark Podcast. Happy Christmas from Burley to all the wonderful listeners. Hi, and joining me now all the way from London is Michael and his amazing Pom, Burley, who can't stop hanging out with celebrities. Michael was on way back at the beginning of the podcast a number of months ago. Uh, Michael, a big welcome back to the Big Bark. Hi, Darry. How are you? Doing good. Delighted to have you back on. Now, the last time we spoke, you were making plans for your trip to Ireland for a bit of a break. And I believe it was Burley's first trip to Ireland. How did that go? So, we, well, we, we drove over and got on the boat and stuff. And uh, it was, it, you know, really enjoyed it. But it was very difficult in Ireland to take Burley in places because everyone was quite restrictive because they don't let dogs. So, when we stayed in, in a place called in Killybegs, it was... It was just a nightmare. It was just so hard. We couldn't go in because it was like a big group of us, and you know we was restricted to going into into bars, into restaurants where it's not as mm. restrictive in in the UK or in London. Yeah, it, even though it was, we love Ireland, it just wasn't the best uh, experience because Burley wasn't allowed in. Sure, I that's on. I understand, and to be honest, it's something that I think even the last time that I had you on, we spoke about about how much more dog-friendly London is and yep. England in general. And it's something I actually saw myself. I was over in London a couple of weeks ago there, and I could see how many more dog-friendly places there were in the city and, like, dogs on trains and everything. Like, so it's, yep. you, you don't really get that here. But since we spoke, a lot has happened. Um, Burley has seemed to extended his celebrity circle and has appeared in a variety of ads for Primark, I see as well. Yeah, he was in. He was he's in Primark's first Christmas campaign for dog jumpers, uh, which that came about. With, with you know, because he's got an agent and stuff. But that one, a producer had seen him and then asked for Burley to go go and be part of the shoot, which that was quite exciting. And then he also got to do, um, if you go on Clark's website at the moment, he was with Keely Hawes and she's picked her favourite shoes for UNICEF. UNICEF, sorry. And uh, like, and on Friday, we just went and did another photo shoot for something, which I can't really say what it is yet until it comes out. But, you know, it will, it will be out soon. That's great. So big things happening for Barley. And how does Barley handle, like, that sort of line? Like, a lot of dogs would... I suppose get very stressed uh, when put into a situation like that, but it, it doesn't seem to bother Burley at all, does it? No, Burley's Burley's the kind of dog that he, he loves to socialise, and you know he he wants to play with every dog that he sees. He wants to jump and play with all the kids that walk past him, and then if there's no dogs or children around, then he'll 
looking at people to give him a, a stroke and a cuddle. He's just very affectionate and very sweet and gentle. Great. And looking at it, I see as well yeah. as previously me, Daniel Radcliffe, Amelia Clark, uh, Keely Hall, that you mentioned there. James Borlino has added Christian Stewart and Davina McCall to this as well, from what I'm seeing on the scrum. Yeah. He got to go to the um, the Q and A for Seaberg, which is a, a movie that Kristen Stewart did. So he was on the red carpet, which that was quite exciting. He's got all these he's getting paparazzi pictures taken, and then um, with Davina, he just got to meet. We love Davina. Davina's just so sweet and beautiful. Uh, yeah, we got to meet her one day when on a shoot. She was just wanting to play with him all the time in between pictures and stuff. Brilliant. And um, okay, so how is Body All set for Christmas? Is Santa Paul's gonna visit him this year or it's really funny because he's getting more posts than we are and like <laughs> you wouldn't expect it for a, a dog that's only ten months and he's had like fifteen cards already. And we've not even I've I've had one from the mum um and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume the Santa Paul's is gonna bring him loads. Well yes. Spider local boy. Good, Very good. Good. And what about yourself? Are you all set for Christmas, Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We've just got a couple more things to get, and then, you know. All right. And, and you said there that, um, obviously, like, there's a shoot that you, you can't talk about, but it does seem like there's big things on the horizon for Bali for 2020. Yeah, because barely, um, we, as with you know, with the problem of, of dogs not being allowed into places and stuff, we actually met this organisation called Paw House, which is pets are always welcome. So Burley actually writes a um, a article for them every month. But their their ethos is basically to to allow dogs to to go into like council houses and because it's quite can get quite restrictive with allowing pets into homes. Um, but they've, they've got more more behind them as well. But it's a brand new organisation, so people should check them out because maybe they, they, once they've conquered the UK, they must possibly might venture into Ireland. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Michael. Look, we're going to leave it there at that. And uh, just uh, from all of us here, a big happy Christmas to you, to Ken, to uh, Bali, to to all of you over there. And yep. I do wish you and Bali big things for 2020. And, yeah, hope you have a great Christmas and a happy new year. All right, amazing. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. To all your listeners. <laughs> all right, Michael. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, and a big thanks once again to Bali and to Michael. You might have had Bali back in the background of Small Village, but thanks again to Boredom for joining us. Now, we have a few more doggies uh, to shout out to. Bruno, would you bring me over that list? Bruno's not really moving. Uh, he's sitting on the list, but he's kind of sound asleep at the moment. So let's see where we are. We have, okay, we have Antonia Higgins and Zeus. Uh, very happy Christmas and happy new year to you both. We have Doreen and we have Bailey. Happy Christmas, guys, and a happy new year. Uh, we have Sarah and we have Walter the Greyhound. Thank you both for sending that request in and a very happy Christmas and new year to both of you. We have Lily and Bella and Lucy and Cookie. Happy Christmas, guys, and a very happy new year to all of you. We have Matthew and Milo, and we have a few more to shout out later on. Matthew and Milo, 
happy Christmas and a happy new year, guys. And coming up after this, we have Dr. Tim Kirby uh, from Pepbond.ie. We're going to be chatting to uh, Tim about how a dog is for life and not just for Christmas. Something very, very important to remember at this time of year. And on that note, be sure to check out our posts on that over on BarkingMad.ie, particularly why you should not give up your senior dog to make room for that Christmas puppy, which is something that we do see quite a lot this time of year. Dogs Trust, in fact, have actually, uh, I believe, postponed all adoptions until after Christmas to prevent people from making this decision to get a dog for Christmas, because it's... A dog is for a lot more than Christmas. A dog is a lifetime, their lifetime, especially commitment. So we're going to take a song now. And Tim will also be chatting with, about the different types of foods. You should avoid feeding your dog, not just over the festive season, but anytime. We still have our Christmas, uh, or, sorry, we still have our Instagram competition winner to announce later on. And my wonderful partner in crime, Jennifer, will be in studio to do that. And we'll be right back after this festival song. pleasure to have you on the show once again brilliant dara delighted to be on again tim what's been happening with pet bond since we last spoke oh it's been very very busy dara thankfully um we've been busy helping people find new pets so we've rehomed many pets from rescue centers thankfully enough as well and one of the standout features dara is we've had so many people that have come to us looking for puppies and we've managed to connect them up with reputable breeders as well. And, you know, just looking at some of the testimonials we have on our website at the moment, I mean, it's just so rewarding really on the back of what we've done. So we're growing exponentially. And at the moment we're seeing over 10,000 people a month going through our website, which is fantastic. Three months in. That is brilliant news, Tim. And Tim, you mentioned uh, about puppies there and people going to reputable breeders. It's that time of year that a lot of people get the great idea that a puppy will make a wonderful Christmas present. But unfortunately, it can often be a rash decision as well. And this can lead to the puppy being presented to a shelter or even abandoned in some worst cases. So what, what's your view on, as a vet and 
as the owner of Pet Bond, uh, for people who decide to get a puppy for themselves or for their kids for Christmas? It's correct, Darry. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, the statistics show that at this time of the year, there is always a spike in the number of people that choose to get a new pet, be it for themselves or to be a getter for a loved one or a relative or whatever. So what that actually shows is that there's a clear correlation between the actual act of getting a gift and seeing a puppy as a gift for someone as well, or, you know, a gift for yourself even on that note. So what I would say is when there is an obvious trend there, we, we need to kind of reflect on that and see the mentality of people where a puppy is used as a surrogate for a present. Now, in reality, a puppy is a living creature that you're going to have for life. So it's not really a present, like a disposable item that you could just give to somebody on any occasion of the year and assume that it's okay whether they like it or not. So it's such a big decision that I would say that we need to separate the two from seeing a puppy or any pet as a surrogate present, as it were, as such. So what I would say to people is always take a breath and ask yourself the question, is my puppy actually a replacement for a present? So would I be better off buying a physical item instead? So if the person doesn't like it, or if they change their mind down the road, they could bring it back and get a gift card and get something else that they prefer. Whereas if I get them a puppy, really we're putting the puppy and that person in a very, very awkward situation. And for the puppy, you're compromising their welfare. And that is something we cannot continue to do, particularly in this country as well. So to the general public, I would say always take a breath, ask yourself the question on sleeping it overnight, and then ask yourself the question again, is it actually that good an idea? And it's very important to realize as well that so many people, actually 85% of people, spend less than 30 minutes researching what type of pet they're going to get. So if you look at that statistic, you can extrapolate that even a higher percentage of people spend spend less time even asking themselves the question if a puppy is even a good present in the first place. So take a deep breath, sleep in it overnight and think about the pet and its welfare going forward and also the situation that you're putting yourself in or the person you're buying it as a present for. Of course. And also on that time, I suppose what a lot of people don't realize is a puppy is, it might not seem an expensive present at the time, but like looking after the puppy with the food, with the veterinary bills, with everything else that comes with a puppy, it does work out a quite expensive present to be buying in the long run. Absolutely. That's so true, Dara. And, you know, the way we would see it is that it is an investment. So it's an emotional investment, which is where we come to all those emotive issues. But it's also a financial investment, as you say. And once you decide to invest in the puppy, that is a lifelong commitment, which is also financially going to cost as well. Because we have to look after a puppy or any pet once we actually get them. And that's a critical point to remember as well. And what I would say to people, Darry, is look ahead. Look at this pet when it's four years old. Look at it when it's eight years old. Look at it at 12 and hopefully 16 years old. Is it physically going to grow into a huge dog that's going to outgrow the apartment you're living in at the moment? What about housemates? You know, if you intend to open up your house to other people in, say, six months, they mightn't even like the concept of having a pet in the house. Or even the existing tenants where you live mightn't like it as well. And also, 
the financial outlay as well. You know, you need to say, okay, I've got a budget for at least 12 months. I can comfortably look after my dog as well and myself. So there are factors to take into account as well. And, you know, we have to look forward when we think of getting a pet in the first place. Absolutely agree with you, Tim. And Tim, with the work that Pepbond are doing right now, there's a great selection of reputable breeders uh, on Pepbond and also a lot of rescues to choose your dog from on the site as well. Now, a lot of people, including myself, would advocate for adopt rather than buy, especially at Christmas. So I suppose that any time of the year really as well, given how many uh, dogs, especially I saw myself out in the where how many dogs are available for you home and how many other pets are there. They have over 100 kittens, for example, in the sanctuary alone outside there. And it's just, it's absolutely overwhelming outside there. So what would be your thoughts on that, sir? Yes, I mean, they're fairly harrowing statistics there that, that, that you're reciting there. And what I would say is that in general, getting a pet around Christmas is not a good idea anyway. Because as I said, it's a surrogate for a lot of people as a present. So regardless if you look to get a puppy from a breeder or if you want to get it from a rescue center as well. Because after Christmas, you're heading into a new year, new challenges, and you still need to have that appetite to look after that pet. So once you get to a calmer, less emotive time of the year where you can make a rational decision, that is a much better time to be making such a big decision in your life and in the pet's life. And we do know for a fact that four out of every five people that choose to get a new pet choose to get a puppy from a breeder. Now, the the problem we have is where people go to source the pets from breeders because there's no regulation around it. There's no quality assurance measures in place. And that leads to so many problems for both the health and welfare of the pets and the person sourcing the pet as well. So, what we what we're trying to achieve through pet bond is we're trying to prevent people from getting into a situation where they're sourcing a pet from somebody that they don't know anything about they don't know the scale at potentially which they're breeding it and they have no idea if the pet has been properly socialized and if it has any health history behind it whatsoever so what we're offering is we're offering people that do choose to source a puppy or a kid that we're offering them the best possible options of breeders that are out there because we have a team of vets that manage pet bond and we ensure that the health and welfare of the pets is the priority. So before they ever get near our website or could possibly be featured, we have established that. So the public can rest assured that if they do go to one of our breeders, we have verified the breeder as a person as well. We know everything about them, we know what they're actually doing on site and we know about their pets as well. So we're very, very unique in that system as well. And we do know um, that pets that are properly socialized and that are healthy as puppies, they are much less likely statistically to ever end up in rescue centers. So by working with good, ethical, safe breeders, we're actually preventing pets from being relinquished and ultimately ending up in rescue centers. And what we also do at Pet Bond is we give a second chance to every single pet in rescue centers across Ireland. And we're more than happy to feature rescue center pets because we need to get away from the dependency 
on rescue centers that are absolutely creaking at the seams with pets. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to prevent pets from going in there in the first place. And any unfortunate pet that ends up there, we will try and find them a home as quickly as we can. That's great, Tim. And once again, I do applaud you for the wonderful work that you're doing at Pet Bond. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And it's great to see, finally see uh, an outlet like that in Ireland where people can actually go find uh, reputable breeders and find great rescue centres all in one place. Now, moving on, Tim, just on the next topic there, um, a lot of people who have, whether they be new dogs or whether they be dogs that they've had for years, they, I suppose, have a tendency to be a bit more chilled with what they're feeding their dog over Christmas. And look, I'll be honest with you, I'm probably one of those people myself because uh, I, my own two are generally spoiled. And but there's a lot of food out there that dogs can't have, and there's a lot of food such as chocolate, for example, that's very dangerous for dogs. So, what food, uh, what should we not give our dogs, and what are the dangerous foods to actually watch out for over the festive season? Yes, I think you probably hit the number one, Dara, being chocolate. There is a substance in it called theobromine, which is also sort in caffeine, so drinks like tea and coffee. Unfortunately, you're off the menu as well, um, as well as chocolate. So they're, they're ones that sometimes, as you say, people get a bit, a, a bit more relaxed about it and they say, look, you know, half a cold cup of coffee won't do any harm. But it certainly isn't good for your pet. So I would say certainly avoid those as well. Now, there are other foods as well, like grapes. Grapes are one that people laugh and overlook and it can be quite dangerous to dogs. I had somebody call me, I was there late last week actually with a dog that had ate a bunch of grapes. And thankfully we managed to get the grapes out relatively quickly from it. So it had engorged itself. So watch out for grapes. The good old Christmas cake or anything with raisins in it are quite harmful as well. So avoid raisins is, is another common one as well. Then we have the traditional ones that people would you know use quite often now. Avocados are quite dangerous. So I'd say under no circumstances start feeding avocados to dogs. That would be one. Mushrooms, um, another one that, again, people are cooking various concoctions at Christmas and there's mushrooms there that they don't see and they're baked and whatever. They're still not safe. So avoid mushrooms. We Again, we go back to the old reliable ones like onions can do a lot of harm to dogs as well. And some people say, oh, you know, a couple of onions won't do it harm. It actually will. So I would say avoid it at all costs. Some people um, think that garlic is as good for their pets as it is for themselves. It certainly isn't. So don't be given garlic, either cooked, raw, or even garlic tablets. They're not really a good supplement for your dog. So if you are looking for supplements, there are more balanced supplements that you can use. So keep away, again, from garlic is one that I would strongly avoid people. So they're probably the main ones there. You know, there's other very slight variations. Walnuts wouldn't be great, but, you know, we don't get many people feeding them walnuts. They give them maybe some peanuts, um, chopped almonds and things like that. Small amounts are okay, but certainly don't be reaching for, you know, half a bag of walnuts wouldn't be good for them either. Okay. That's great, Tim. Um, It's actually just, that's a bit surprising uh, with some of the items that you mentioned, especially, uh, I I knew about onions, but especially garlic. Like, I'd use a lot of garlic in my own dinner now, like, and that was one that I actually, I wouldn't have 
Will I? So it's one that I'll need to watch out for going forward as well. That Dara and I would say avocados because the sale of avocados has never been higher. You know, you avocado toast, you various different combinations, and we see it more and more coming into the pet diet inadvertently, shall we say. So keep an eye out for those two. Okay, then. And you're expecting a busy Christmas yourself? Uh, usually, Dara, you get the funny scenarios. Uh, Christmas Day, the dog is eating various items, and, you know, you have to <laughs> try and find out what they are. But once we can get them out, you know, without having to do anything too invasive, we're, we're happy enough. But you'd always get the curious puppy that needs to follow something um, that people find out a couple of days later all about. So we're ready for it, as ever. Absolutely, Tim. Dr. Tim Corby from Pep on joined me on the Christmas special of The Big Bark. Tim, thank you very much for joining me, and I wish you a very happy Christmas. And the biggest of success with Pep Bond in 2020. I can't believe I'm saying that 2020 is just around the corner but Absolutely. Nearly there, Dara. Nearly there. Tim, a very happy Christmas and thanks once again for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Dara. Okay. Thank you, Tim. Alright, and once again, big, big thank you to Dr. Tim Corby from Pep Bond If you're looking for pets, if you're looking for a dog, for a cat, check out pepbond.ie. For the simple reason, if you're looking for a breeder, they have a list of reputable breeders on the site. They have a list of different animal charities and rescue centers you can adopt from. It's your one-stop shop and it's fantastic because all breeders that are on the site are vetted. So you know that you're getting from a reliable breeder. You are not sourcing from a puppy farm. So it really is a fantastic idea. And continued success to Tim and the team. I'm following their Instagram page very closely. And again, I want to thank Tim and the team because they're some of our biggest supporters over on Instagram. So on that note, I want to just go back and I want to have a look back over the last number of episodes. And give a big shout out to all of the guests that we've had on. And you know what? I'm going to actually individually call them out here. So there's been the Barking Baker himself, Tony McKenna. Tony, happy Christmas and happy new year. To Marion, to Geraldine, to Chris and all the amazing team of volunteers out at Limerick Animal Welfare who joined us on episode 2 for our animal welfare episode. Happy Christmas guys and... A very prosperous new year to you all. You do fantastic work out in the sanctuary. And I love visiting out there. I obviously hate seeing all the doggies there looking for a new home that I can't take home myself. But I love visiting and seeing the fantastic work that you do. And I hope to be out to you just before Christmas as well. To Maraid and the team from our vets. Maraid was our vet on episode 2. Who spoke about animal welfare issues in Ireland. To Kelly from Purple Wolves. Kelly uh, joined us uh, discussing animal welfare issues that she's come across in Dublin. And she was our business feature on episode 2. A big happy Christmas and happy new year to both Maraid and to Kelly. And hope you have a good one guys. To Kieran Sheehan from Muttmits Ireland. Kieran, who is... Another big supporter of ours, Kieran. Happy Christmas. Have a fantastic new year. Don't eat too many buns or cakes, Kieran. Santa will be watching you. 
to Emma Clifford. Emma is the owner of Limerick's nose entrant in the Nose of Chile polo. Uh, she also manages the page Happiness Wags to Sale on Instagram. And it's basically it's a page about her about her own dogs and everything doggy related goes up there. Happy Christmas guys and have a great new year as well. To Ola, the owner of Baxter. Baxter was uh to sorry, Ola was our guest from Happy Paws in Dublin on episode four. Happy Christmas Ola and Baxter. Hope it's a good one for you guys. To Sarah from Rewa, who we literally had on at the start of the show. Happy Christmas, Sarah, to everyone involved in Rewa. To Michael and Burley, who you just heard earlier as well. Happy Christmas, guys. And to Dr. Tim Kirby, who you just heard moments ago. To Dr. Tim Kirby and all the team at Pep Bondi. A massive happy Christmas and thank you for all the support. Wishing you guys the very biggest of things to come in 2020. And a happy Christmas again and a very prosperous new year to you guys. So we're going to take a song now. And coming up we will be chatting to the big man himself. Stay tuned. Santa Claus is with us in studio right after this. Delighted to be joined now by the big man in the red suit himself, Santa Claus. How are you doing? Good morning, Dara. It's great to see you. Santa, it's a very busy time of year for you. Uh, you must be off the walls right now. Dara, it's, it's so busy. We are just uh, checking everything that we have all the right presents for all the right kids around the world. We are... The elves are working very, very hard and Mrs. Claus is cracking the whip to make sure everybody is in the best form of their lives. Santa, as well as taking uh, presents to all the children around the world, you also take presents to all the beautiful pets around the world too, to the dogs, the cats, the hamsters, the horses. Don't you take presents to all them too? Of, of course, Dara. All God's creatures are all God's friends and all Santa's friends. And of course we take all these presents. We bring loads of presents to all the dogs and all the cats and all the animals. As you say, including all the, the children. And Santa, what are some of the biggest things that dogs are asking for this year from you? Dogs are great. They generally ask for the same things kind of every year. They love bones and they love nuts and of course they love their pets to give them loads of balls and crackers to play with. Lovely. And what time on Christmas Eve do you expect me heading over Ireland so that we make sure that all the children, all the dogs, all the cats are sound asleep in bed and that the doggies won't actually jump out of the room and start barking at you? Well, 
On Christmas Eve, it all depends on weather. And if the weather is good, we could be passing over Ireland around midnight. So it's after dark anyway. And if the weather is bad, if we have a lot of headwind, then I don't want to tire out the reindeers too much by driving them too hard. So it could be maybe three or four o'clock in the morning. But don't worry, whatever time we'll get there, uh, whatever the weather is like, we'll get there anyway. And Santa, what do you do when you come across a doggy that's sitting there by the Christmas tree and who you're suddenly in his home and he doesn't like people, strange people coming into his home? What do you do about that? Oh, if, if I meet, when I come down the chimney and I meet a dog, I just say, Hi, how are you doing? Are you guarding your owner's house? And they just look at me and uh, usually they, I'll have a little treat and I'll put out my hand and they'll eat the treat off it. And then I'll say, now go back to sleep and I'll leave my presents by the tree and then I'll head off again. As long as the doggy doesn't eat all the presents before Christmas morning because he'll be on the naughty list for the following year. Well, I, I, I just tell the, the, the puppy when I'm leaving, be a good dog now and just mind the house and... There'll be loads of presents there in the morning for you and all the children. And Santa, we do look forward to hearing the sleigh bells ringing over Ireland this year. And I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and the same to Mrs. Claus as well. Well, Dara, it's great to see you. You've travelled a long, long way up here to the North Pole. And maybe when we're finished chatting, uh, Mrs. Claus will have a nice glass of... Of, 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 of soup for, or bowl of soup for you and a glass of wine for me because I need a little bit of a boost now and as I say to every one of the kids ho 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 and we'll see you in a couple of weeks time Santa have a wonderful Christmas thank you uh, same to you Dara and all of yours and all the little children around the world Christmas and a happy new year to Figgy. And finally, the last of our requests on Instagram. A big happy Christmas and a prosperous new year to Akanksha. I do apologize if I'm not saying that right. And to Donut. 
to all of our listeners, to everyone who has listened in, to all who have put us into the number one spot on iTunes in the Pets and Animals category. Thank each and every one of you. This show would not be possible to continue without you, and we do hope for big things. Alright, and that brings us to the end of our Christmas special. We have one last thing to do before we leave you, and that is to announce the winner of our Instagram competition. And to do that, joining me is my partner in crime, Jennifer. And you have picked the two winners for me there. So, will you please announce the two winners of our Instagram competition? So, our winners are Devs909 and Logan and Leah's World. Woohoo! Congratulations! And I will be in touch with both of you very shortly on Instagram to uh, let you know how to get your prize. That's all for the time we have. Merry Christmas to all our listeners and a very happy new year. And we will see you in 2020.